I just love it. it <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I just love it all. You know what? That's the thing is love. You can't explain all the time, right? It like defies logic. I also love adventures in Dinosaur City, despite I can't explain. I'd be embarrassed to explain to my family. This is not a movie you bring home to mom and no. dad. I'd no. be, exp- I'd be no, no, embarrassed no, no. to explain that I love them. But. but it is the one that you show your little like cousin to like get them hooked on weird shit. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and you're like, you can't tell mom and dad that you're watching this. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, is it bad? And you're like, yes, but not in the way that you think. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this movie last night and I took a lot of notes because I think that's the only way for anyone to really oh, yeah. maintain any semblance of an idea of what's going on. Right. You got to pause the movie and keep like keep watching it though your eyes gone bloodshot and there's blood pouring <laughs> yes. out of your nose you have to focus focus closely on the plot of this movie well it's not even the plot it's literally everything i couldn't remember almost e- nary 12 hours later and i forgot almost all the details until i'm rereading and going yeah. oh mm-hmm. right and then this oh shit like <laughs> yep but so who knows? You're like, like, you're like I, memento guy. You're like yes, Pearson memento. Yes, just yes. Tori is winged. It has nothing to do with what kind of dinosaur he is. Don't know why he was named that. Rex is a T-Rex. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Pops, Triceratops? Sure. Yeah, got it. Got it. Father is traitor. Do not trust him. Fori is winged. What? Who is Fori? What? <laughs> Why is his name Fori? <laughs> Fori's a jolly good fellow. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Nobody can deny. I was convinced that that was either the guy who voiced Falco or <laughs> the guy who voiced Link in the Zelda yes. television oh. show. Oh my god. And, Excuse and me, me princess. princess. And the answer was neither. So, Jamie, I love your theory that we're actually inside, somehow inside Jamie's mm-hmm. fan fictioning of this world as opposed to the world itself, because they do notice a lot of inconsistencies and they do see like a lot of, uh, oh, this isn't quite like the cartoon or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, they ha- they go through that graveyard, despite us not seeing a lot of it. <laughs> uh, well, they went they through go th- it. They went through it. They definitely, they went through that graveyard and it's one that's not a part of the show. And I wonder if, if we were to get a look at the headstones in that graveyard for uh, or whatever, is this like where people who suffer cartoon deaths go that we just don't see in the cartoon, right? Like, like all the grave markers say like crushed by an anvil or <laughs> ran, ran off a cliff, but then looked underneath them and saw that they fell off a cliff and then fell from the cliff. Right. Died next to a crate of dynamite holding a sign that said hell. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. It's also my favorite shot in the entire film because it's a top-down shot, like POV of the big snake guy, and it's Mick, Jamie, and Fori all screaming, and you could very clearly see, because this is when Jamie's carrying Fori, that she's puppeteering Fori. <laughs> no so you way. Can, you can see that she's going, Aah! I'm very surprised to, to learn this. <laughs> piece of yeah, what a great Little Shop of Horrors moment for her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I I really hope that in her career she went on to play Seymour, I guess. I guess Seymour, <laughs> in a gender-bent cast. Uh, I will tell you, uh, according to her letterbox, uh, she did not do that, because she did not do a single other thing in any... <laughs> 
in I was any hoping regard. You were going to be like, because according to her letterbox, she died. <laughs> uh, according to letterbox, Tiffany po- Poston or Poston, I've seen 100% of her movies. Uh, wow. Completionist. If you sort by popularity, number one is Adventures of Dinosaur City. If you sort it by highest ranking, it's Adventures of Dinosaur City. You know, it's uh, it's... That's it. That's wow. <laughs> she has nothing. It says nothing about her. Doesn't even have a picture. <laughs> it's also probably why I watched it as a kid. If any, because at the time this movie came out, my prerequisite for good entertainment was containing dinosaurs. <laughs> Here's a question. Are kids still obsessed with dinosaurs or was that a 90s thing? I would love to interview a child and find out in a non-creepy way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any children. I guess in a world before exclusively branded content, kids were excited about things like fire trucks. Just the idea of yeah, fire right. trucks. That's not interesting. A, okay. Not, you know, fucking James Cameron's fire truck. <laughs> any of them. Right, totally. We weren't as obsessed with specificity, right? We weren't such uh, fastidious onliners. We weren't like, oh, this thing isn't... We, uh, did, we didn't care about canon. Like, canon no. wasn't a no. thing anyone gave two shits about. No. I, I was no. an icon guy myself. <laughs> Say it in the foury voice. <laughs> I was an icon guy myself! <laughs> There's a, a moment where this movie, like, tipped into poetic was when... Rex and Timmy are talking and Timmy's like, maybe everything we make up is alive somewhere, its own world. It's just like, that's a, that's the, like the new sphere. That's like an Aristotle or something <laughs> like idea, right? Yep. That's like a, everything we've imagined exists on some plane. We think therefore a franchise exists. <laughs> oh, oh no. That's, that's, that's an awful There's point. a dragons having sex with cars cinematic universe. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sonic is pregnant with Knuckles' baby in, in another universe. <laughs> oh, God. He got knocked up by Knuck. He busted a knuckle. Oh, Josh. He busted Sorry, a say, knuckle. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Good one, Forey. <laughs> I, I have to go back because I've uh, unfortunately misattributed Tiffany Postons or Postons or however you say oh. her last name to having not done very much. She did more TV. Um, but I would like to point out that she didn't do a ton of stuff. Uh, and a lot of it is kind of lower on the... Why are you so concerned with correct, like accurately dunking oh, on this oh, lady? Be- <laughs> mostly, <laughs> because, mostly because in 1990, she was in uh, an AIP movie called Deadly Dancer as a dancer in a club... Which is a year before she plays a supposed maybe teenager at best. <laughs> maybe babysitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's it's wild that she's in an episode of Tales of the Crypt as a waitress, presumably when she's to to be de-aged not a year later to having an English teacher age. That's yeah. where she's mm-hmm, at. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that movies like direct-to-video or whatever, these like low-budget, late 80s, early 90s movies, had the opposite problem casting as we had when we were making movies in college. <laughs> it's like, they're, they're, they're like, we got to get adults to play these kids. And we were like, uh, uh, John can play the dad. He's a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is like going back to Little Shop of Horrors for a second. It's like when I found out that Maude Apatow was playing Audrey oh, yeah. on Broadway right now. And I'm like, that girl? 
this 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 twenty year old <laughs> has the world weary experience to play Audrey. <laughs> I, but I, I I mean maybe you're right, but I don't know. Maude Apatow. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you how old she is because I feel like like I'm one infographic on Instagram away from being told like knocked up came out closer to when Cleopatra was alive right. than today or something like. <laughs> Uh, I totally forgot in my synopsis to talk about the dad blowing up the tower. Yep, right? yep. Like he like sacrificing himself yeah. to blow up the tower. Like he pulls out the lava butt plug from the ground <laughs> and the tower like expl- like he really dies. Yeah. <laughs> like he, yeah. he dies like crazy, right? Beneath our feet is an immense lava pool held back by a cap. It will take me a few moments to open it. I'll help you. No, you must help your friends. I'll follow you soon. Come on, Rex. We gotta go. It's the only way. Rex is like, well, he was emotionally (laughs) dead to me before. Now he's physically dead to me, but not emotionally dead to me. So I guess I'm at baseline zero. (laughs) Also, look, the editor of this movie is a hero of mine for diamond wipe alone. For putting a diamond wipe in your movie, you're a hero to me, right? But he sacrifices himself. So he blows up in this big green fireball like the fucking Septa Baylor. And he like, (laughs) it's just this burning, crackling like fireball that he dies in and then they get off mr big's train and rex looks back and mick and jamie come over and go hey your dad died a hero man and jamie goes yeah and now you'll only have good memories of him and then it cuts back to the fiery wreckage. Right? Like it's like that's the most brilliant editing decision ever. It's so funny, Rex. You just watched your dad burn to a crisp in a giant fiery explosion. You know it's gonna happen to you in a few years. But uh, yeah. well, yeah, does it? This is a world that has humans living next to the dinosaurs at the same time, so we don't know what the timeline of the asteroid is now. I think we can only say not asteroid. They will die in Noah's flood. Uh. (laughs) This is a creationist world. Realistically, okay, yeah, the meteor hit the Earth and it kills all the dinosaurs. It doesn't kill all the dinosaurs. It kills like most of them, you know. (laughs) Sure. How big can a meteor really be, right? It's not going to hit every dinosaur. So similar to Steel Dawn, where it feels like the end of the movie is extremely obligatory. (laughs) Rex's dad does not need to die. They they kill Mr. Big and that's the bad guy. There's no reason to destroy the tower at all. There's no other problem with the tower. The tower's not inherently bad. They won! Rex could have moved into the tower as king of the dinosaurs. Oh my god, he could have. Yeah, that's the dad is obviously gone insane in the jail cell. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way. It's the only way. I mean, Greg, I was so excited. You and I talked about it's the only way (laughs) for so many years. It's the greatest screenwriting tool in your uh, on the on the palette palette of paints that you can use as a screenwriter. It's the only way is your most vibrant color (laughs) because it just works. Doesn't matter. It is my favorite screenwriting trope ever. Because it is the sound of a screenwriter giving up. Yes. It is yeah. It is the yeah. screenwriter saying, I, I'm not being paid enough. 
I'm done right. now. I've thought of a final set piece, and that's what it's going to be. <laughs> it's the only way. Video high.